Wayne Duggan, Remax Boulder Video Podcast. Today we have Gina Weinberger, Weinberger Law with Remax Boulder here to help us out on some real estate questions. Today we're going to be talking about title insurance and title commitments. So Gina, what is title insurance? So title insurance is an insurance policy that buyers of real property will get to protect the legal title, to protect against title defects. And more and lenders will get this too, because you know they're taking real property to secure their loan, so they'll want insurance in case the underlying assets worthless or defective in some okay. way. All right. And this says you don't get this title insurance stuff from your state farm agent or American family. It's a specialty company, right? That's right, yeah. So you'll be working with the title commitment and Colorado title companies handle um, closings. They work they they provide escrow services, um, and they also work with underwriters to issue insurance policies. You won't be talking to Allstate. You'll be talking to a title company about getting title insurance. Okay, perfect. So we've got title insurance involved in every real estate transaction. First thing that happens is the buyers get a title commitment. That's right. What's that? So a commitment, this is going to sound like we're slicing words here, but a commitment <laughs> is where the title company um, commits to issuing a title insurance policy. There you go. Um, and it's really a neat way to do it because then you know ahead of time what that insurance policy is going to look like. Just like any insurance policy you get, um, it doesn't cover everything. There are exceptions. And what a title commitment will show you is before you actually follow through with the purchase, um, what that title insurance policy is going to look like and what it will not cover. And that's what that list of exceptions um, we'll show you. And so in Colorado, when we write a contract, mm -hmm. we specify a certain number of days in the contract right. to get the title work, and then a certain number of days to review the title work, and then some time to talk about it if there's any issues. So when a buyer gets that title work, uh, what do they do with it? Is it important to have an attorney review that, or is there certain levels of title work that they should have looked at, or how does that work? Yeah, so... so I what a buyer should not do when they receive a title commitment is ignore it. Okay. Okay, so they want to actually open it up. They want to look at it. Um, they want to go through the list of exceptions because that list of exceptions, again, that's what's not going to be covered. That's going to uncover issues with the underlying title to the property you're buying that may be detrimental, and they want to know ahead of time, are these things that I can live with? Okay. So they want to look through it. And if they're not a particularly sophisticated party, if they haven't gone through a real estate transaction before, then they're definitely going to want to have an attorney look that over and help them understand um, what they might be getting into if they buy the property. Okay. And one of the things I like to compare on title work is yesteryear compared to today. Uh, some of our older subdivisions may just have the standard exceptions and maybe some outdated covenants, and that's about it, mm -hmm. where some subdivisions like that have all the annexation agreements. Right. I mean, sometimes there's like 40 to 50 exceptions. What's a buyer do with all that, and how do they get all the details of all that information? Right. So... So again, they should look through, as, as cumbersome as it's going to be, they should really look through everything that's in a title commitment. And you're right, these days with a new, with a new development, you're going to see everything that went into the negotiations with the city about developing that. And, and as a lawyer, I think some of it's kind of interesting. Right, right. Um, you know, you find out um, dedications, parks that have been set aside. So um, if you're a patient enough person, it's worth your time to look through and see what went into building this community that you'll likely be joining. And usually not too many commitments from the buyer's 
part to do anything in those agreements. But right. but I, like out in Rock Creek, the funny one I think funny in quotes is like the navigation easement. People go, what the heck's an navigation easement? And mm -hmm. it's for the planes to fly over into Rocky Mountain Airport. But there's a lot of strange stuff in some of those title commitments. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, how long when you get in a title commitment with like 40 exceptions? How long does an attorney spend looking at that? And should they hire you to do that type of thing? I do title commitment reviews on a flat fee. Okay. And the reason I do that is because you're right. It could take, I mean, I could spend half a day going through all of these documents. Um, and I don't want buyers to be turned off by that, knowing right. that who knows what this bill is going to look like right, at the end right. of the day. I, I personally think that buyers should take this part of due diligence seriously. And so that's what I do to encourage buyers to, um, despite how long a title commitment might be, to come in and get it reviewed. And yes, yeah, some things take more, you're going to want to spend more time analyzing than others. You know, the subdivision agreements, especially if you've seen that particular one before, I might not spend as much time on than a party wall agreement that's very specific to that one piece of real estate. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else that you can think of relative to title commitments? I know. I just thought of one thing that, like in yesteryear, the way mm -hmm. you get the title commitment, and you, if you wanted copies of it, it'll literally be uh, stacked this high. That would drive me bonkers. So how do you get them today? Well, so these days it's all electronic. So the title, um, the closer, someone at the title company will send it to you. It'll be, you know, just a the the actual title commitment and hyperlinks to all of the recorded documents that they're referencing. Um, so as an attorney, it's really easy to review okay. um, as long as you just send me that. Can't highlight on the that. screen though, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I still take notes the old fashioned okay. way. But that would drive me bonkers if I got it, if I, every time I review right. a title commitment, they print it out, right. every single exception. And I have, I have a question for you. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but like, let's say the buyer um, keeps all their files electronically and mm -hmm. they take, take the title commitment as an example. It's got the hyperlinks in there. Uh, how long do those links stay active? Is there a danger that if they wanted to go back and look at those links later, they might have been deactivated? That's interesting. So I know a lot of title companies, um, they can send you links that'll stay live, supposedly okay. indefinitely. Is the actual title commitment that they issue going to be live indefinitely? I'm not sure. That's a good question. But what I can tell you is that the documents referenced in the list of exceptions. Mm -hmm. um, they always list the reception, the number. reception right. number, and um, so you'll always be able to find it. The reception number is never going to change. Even if the link died. Right. right, and those records are always going to be public. That's how we have our recording system. All right. Well, today we've tried to simplify title insurance and title commitment, but it's actually much more complicated than that. So I think we'll call upon Gina to cover some other topics relative to title insurance and title commitments because there are a lot of other sections I think would be interesting in short yeah. segments. So, Gina, thanks for being here today to explain all that. Thank Appreciate you. It. Dwayne Duggan, Remax of Boulder Video Podcast, signing off.